welcome back to the Dinosaur Man Sidecast. With me, Alex Hudson, we are two episodes in now. This is our second episode of our December run. This season of festive cheer, we're looking at Christmas films and everything to do with them. Uh, so that means that we've got a lot of shit films to get through, basically. There's only a couple of good Christmas films or good festive films, which hopefully I will do one or two of. But for the most part, I'm having to sit through a lot of shit films now. Um, you may remember that last time out, I went through uh, Jingle All The Way, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger from 1996 only to find out that there was a 2014 follow-up film, uh, Jingle All The Way 2, starring Larry the Cable Guy, you'll know him best as the voice of Mater in Cars, Cars 2 and the Cars cartoons, and you'll also know him as a stand-up comedian of, from the United States. Jingle All The Way 2 was produced by the prestigious WWE Studios, uh, and I know what you're thinking, you're probably thinking, hang on, WWE Studios, I think, have got a pretty poor track record, don't they? Well, yes, they do. For instance, The Scorpion King, Walking Tall, See No Evil, The Marine, The Condemned, Behind Enemy Lines, Columbia, The Marine 2, Legendary, The Chaperone, the Reunion, Bending the Rules, The Marine 3. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Now, the problem that I have with it is that for most of the films that they produced, the main one of the main stars is a WWE superstar. They, for example, Triple H has been in some, and that's a name that people will recognise as a wrestler, I believe, even if they don't know all that much about wrestling. John Cena has been in a lot of these Marine movies. Randy Orton, The Edge, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. These are all people who are recognisable names. However, Jingle All The Way 2 features Larry the Cable Guy as the main character, the antagonist is played by another actor who I cannot remember the name of right now, but is not a wrestler. The wrestler featured in Jingle All The Way 2 is Santino Morella. Now, this is not a name that most people will have heard of, I'm guessing. He, um, well, apparently he's now retired. So, you know... That gives you an example of exactly how established he is now, if he's already had his entire career. He basically started out in WWE, I think, in, okay, in 2007. So, he's been around for a little while, but all he does in this film is he plays a friend of Larry the Cable Guy. So, he's featured in maybe 20 minutes of the film. The film, incidentally, I think is about as long as the... Um, the original Jingle All The Way, um, and tells a very similar story. It's a sort of father who's... This time, he's he's a great dad. He's an outdoorsy guy. He goes ice fishing, and um, he goes ice skating, and he plays hockey, and he, he's not sort of a sporty guy, but he does all these outdoorsy activities with his daughter, who now lives with her mum and her new husband, um... 
God, what was his name? I can't even remember. I watched it today. And essentially, it's all about him trying to track down this teddy bear that she that she wants for Christmas. And the stepdad finds out that he's trying to buy this and then buys up every single one in town, running him up a bill of about $40,000, which I think is an excessive amount of money to spend on uh, a grudge against a, an ex-husband of your now wife. So the film doesn't really break any new ground. It goes over the same ground that the original went over, but it does it in a very much a TV movie style. This was direct to DVD, which is never... I'm not using that as a derogatory thing, because I believe a lot of the best films now are going sort of as a VOD release as as a simultaneous thing to go alongside their cinematic release or foregoing a cinematic release and just going VOD. So I'm not using that as a stick to beat with and saying, well, it shouldn't do this. I'm saying you can tell that it's very much a TV movie. It, you, you look at it and it looks like a TV movie. Whereas the previous one, whether it's any good or not, is up for debate. But actually, the film itself looks like a film. It looks like it's supposed to be on a big screen. This really looks suited to the small screen. And even there, it looks cheap. So, it looks it looks incredibly televisual. And it doesn't really feel like a film it feels like it could have been half an hour shorter and just been an hour long tv episode and you would have got the same from it because actually there's a lot of wasted time in here where larry the cable guy insists on saying things that actually don't seem to benefit the script at all it doesn't progress the plot there's no real reason for him saying them other than to have words coming out of his mouth the problem that i've got with this film is that if you've got a third of the film where that's happening, where you could easily cut 30 minutes of the film out, don't make the film. You make it as an hour-long TV episode. I, I don't know. I'm presuming WWE have their own channel now. Why don't they put it on in the mornings? Show it every morning in December. I don't give a shit. What I don't want is to have that as a as a film and say, right, well, there's your there's your 90-minute thing. It didn't need to be 90 minutes. In fact, it was over. I think it's 96 or 97 minutes or something. You think this is barely, barely 60 minutes of material here. And you just think it seems like a complete waste of everyone's time to have made this with a star who sort of seems to be quite a C-list star in terms of um, in terms of your wrestling roster. He's not a name. He's not an established name. It's not like you've put the rock in it and you're going, well, there you are. There's your film. You've got Santino Morella, who no one's heard of, starring alongside Larry the Cable Guy in a film where Larry the Cable Guy is your main star. So why are the WWE Studios involved in this? The other issue that I have with it is actually something that I didn't bring up last time when I was talking about the original. Um, but Jingle All The Way as a title, it has no relevance to the plot. It doesn't mean anything. What does it mean? There's no reference to it in either of these films, apart from at the end of this film, they, they've got a song that is called Jingle All The Way, and it's awful. I mean, the songs in this are dreadful, and the, the acting's terrible, and you're not expecting it to be anything other than awful. But you just watch it, and you think, I might forgive you if it looked like you guys were having fun. 
but actually it doesn't look like that. It looks like it was shit for everyone. And I don't think that anyone involved in this production can come away going, ah, well, I'm proud of what I've done here. Because I don't think they are. They can't be, because it's dreadful. And I'm not proud of the fact that I sat through and watched it. I did it only through this pro. I only did it for the podcast. It wasn't that I would go out and watch that. Up until last week, I hadn't seen Jingle All The Way 1, let alone Jingle All The Way 2. I didn't know this existed. So I'm going to say... If you're a big fan of the original, still don't watch this, because it's it's nothing... It's so far removed from the original. Yes, the plot's exactly the same, but actually, you get to the point where you go, compared to this, Jingle All The Way looks like a... It looks like Citizen Kane compared to this. The plot is the same, but the writing is far, far tighter in Jingle All The Way, the acting is a million times better, and you think, well, maybe Jingle All The Way wasn't a bad film. Because this is. This is very much a bad film. It was released last year, direct-to-DVD, but actually, going back and looking at the film that I selected as my worst film of the year last year, which was Mrs. Brown's Boy's The Movie, I would argue that this is possibly a worse film I'm not 100% sure, but it feels like it is. And maybe it's because you've got Jingle All The Way 1 to compare it to, where you go, well, actually, as a film, it sort of fits into the 1990s theme of that kind of film being released. And actually, they all seem to be the same film. There's always seems to be a deadbeat dad. You look at the Santa Claus and things like that. There's always a deadbeat dad involved who's no good to the kid because they care too much about work. This one, Larry the Cable Guy, plays a trucker or something, and the whole argument there is oh well you know I work as little as possible so I can spend more time with my daughter but the daughter still loves him but it's just that he's desperate to get this toy that actually she doesn't really want in the end spoiler alert her wish wasn't for a toy it was for something else watch the film if you really want to but don't come crying to me when you when you realize that it's absolutely no good and you've wasted an hour and a half of your life on it um Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, Yeah, so this is always the risk when you're doing Christmas films is that you run up against all these shit films and actually there's nothing you can do to stop it because there's far more rubbish films at Christmas than good ones. So hopefully maybe next week I'll try and do a good one so that I don't get too depressed about this all. Because I'm running the risk of doing another Quentin Tarantino November and just packing the whole thing in because I just can't deal with my emotions anymore. Anyhow... This has been the Dinosaur Man Sidecast. I've been Alex Hudson. Uh, As usual, you can get in touch with me on Facebook or Twitter. Facebook, we've got a Dinosaur Man Nerdcast page and you can like it and we'll be posting things from there regarding the main one and this podcast as well. Alternatively, find me on Twitter at DM Sidecast. At DM Sidecast. And you can tell me if you did watch this film. I'd be quite interested to know if anyone did try and brave it. Anyway, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. I've been Alex Hudson. This has been the Dinosaur Man Sidecast.